Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Queen Intimacy, and today is July 11th. It is literally one month today before my 41st birthday. Ooh. <laughs> it is 2023. Yes, I am just getting off. Well, I'm not just getting off work. I've been off work for like two hours now. Um... I like it. <laughs> um, the training is pretty dope. Um, we be doing a lot of stuff, so I'm very, very grateful that I'm able to obtain the information, and I'm very grateful for, um, you know, just the everyday learning process and understanding a lot about, you know, in the in the financial field about debt and, um, you know, being a debt collector, um, is really awesome though, you know, um, I can't wait, we're moving along pretty quickly in class, and it's only day two, um, (laughs) at least our trainer is, uh, friendly, I can say, and, um, everyone is friendly though. Everyone in the building is friendly, you know, they walk past you, they speak, uh, they, they randomly speak to you, whether they spoke to you before or anything like that, they just automatically speak, I love that, I love that everybody just talks, uh, you know, so, um, I love that, and, um, I'm really hoping I get on this floor and kick butt, <laughs> I do, I hope I, you know, um, give myself some time to get, you know, all the information together and I really hope that you know I make some good do some good numbers um you know reach these goals you know but of course where there is a will there is a way and God has always made a way even out of no way so I'm very very grateful I am um I literally (laughs) I literally have had a, have had a, uh, I've had a day, just a day of a lot of, you know, um, expanding my mental, (laughs) getting educated in things as such. Um, I'm really understanding and learning how serious, uh, my role is, um, in this position and, I am really ready to just soar, you know, and, um, you know, take care of a couple of things in my personal life and, you know, really get this journey on and popping because that's what it's really all about. So, so far, I love my schedule, you know, um, I mean, at least the training I do. <laughs> I really don't know what my schedule is going to be just yet until it's time for me to get out on the floor and get with my, uh, my manager meet my manager and things and such so yeah really 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 excited about that um i'm always excited about something um lately and um you know so for the most part of course i am here uh trying to get some good sleep because I'll be trying to stay woke in the training class. Some of the courses can be um, a little boring, but 
you know, as long as I'm getting, I'm getting it. And then I also brought a little bit of math home um, from a math test that I took earlier. I, I aced it, but, you know, I kind of want to go back over it. I got stuck in a couple of places. So I just want to make sure that I'm actually doing the process of um, getting, you know, very accurate with the numbers part of it. So I am going to do some studying after I get off here. But of course... Per usual, I definitely like like to keep my commitment to the podcast, even if I'm here only once a day. So I did say that I was going to read. We were going to finish chapter four, and then we were going to start chapter five today. So we will do that, okay? Um, So I hope you guys are ready for that. And um, we are going to get in our Joyce Myers book now, okay? This is Discover the Joy of Being the Curse Being the Person God Made You to Be <clears throat> by Joyce Myers. Um, or Joyce Meyer. I'm sorry. And we have covered chapter one, self-acceptance. Chapter two, healing damaged emotions. Chapter three was confidence. And chapter four, develop your potential. And we are actually ending this chapter today so and we will be starting chapter five and i am so ready to start chapter five i cannot tell you um so without further ado let's get into it here is god's word for us in all of us as with unveiled face because we continue to behold in the word of god as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are consistently being transfigured into his very own image in every increasingly splendor and from one degree of glory to another for this comes from the Lord who is a spirit from glory to glory how do you see yourself are you able to honestly value yourself and your behavior and not come under condemnation Are you able to look at how far you still have to go, but also at how far you have come? Are you now, are you, where are you now is not where you will end up. Have a vision for the finish line. If you will never get out of the starting block. In Corinthians 2, chapter 3 verse 18 Paul states that God changes us from one degree of glory to another in other words the changes in us personally as well as those in our circumstances take place in degrees you are in a glory right now if you are born again then you are somewhere on the path of the righteous You may not be as far along as you would like to be, but thank God you are on the path. You now belong to the household of God and are being transformed by Him day by day. Enjoy the glory you are in right now and don't get jealous of where others may be. I don't believe we pass into the next degree of glory until we have learned to enjoy the one we are in at the moment. Don't be too hard on yourself. God is changing you day by day as you trust him. 
well in that just beautiful way to just end this develop your potential um i just definitely resonates i definitely love this this uh this last page right here um from glory to glory uh just because that's what it's always been, you know, uh, realizing that God has always been there for you and God is leading the way. So your future is promising and being able to have a vision that you can see that gets you excited enough to keep going despite uh, your circumstances. So I absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely agree. And I absolutely really, really resonate with this page here. Um, I really, really, really enjoy this. This, this is just is so much confirmation for me. Um, sometimes I can be hard on myself, but I think, you know, naturally we're conditioned to do that sometimes, um, depending on, you know, how you grew up, where you're coming from. Um, and right now, um, I, I just, I'm learning to be very gentle with myself. Um, you can, we can over blame ourselves sometimes, over fault ourselves sometimes. And sometimes that's why it takes so much to just give ourselves some grace, just show ourselves some grace, um, just love on ourselves. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes we can just, because we feel so responsible you know, sometimes we feel like we know better and we could have did better and we didn't make the choice. And, you know, here we are dealing with it, trying to get through it. And sometimes we don't even agree with our choices and we have to live with that. And sometimes that creates a sense of regret and um, or feeling like we wasted time or, you know, feeling like certain things just went in vain when in all actuality, everything that we've ever been through has been meant for our good in the end. Um, no longer where no longer where it has gotten us um, and some things just it's about time sometimes we are premature with a lot of things um, sometimes things come to us too quickly and we're still in a place of developing um, and we can really you know blame ourselves for knowing that we're in a place of still developing and moving forward with the premature blessing and we can mess it up you know what I mean sometimes we can mess it up um and sometimes that really weighs on us because we knew from this we knew from the start you know and even though our intentions were well we tried to do things right sometimes you know we get scared and we we you know we overreact or um you know just like there is an attack on your life there's also an attack on you know other things around us as well too other people other situations there's an attack on that so that it doesn't um it doesn't flourish it doesn't become successful you know um everything is not about you know what's meant to be uh if this is meant to be it wouldn't happen and sometimes we we created ourselves you know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes we get in our way because we don't just allow things to just be um, and let it and leave it alone. And we don't allow situations to just be and leave it alone. Sometimes we try to control so much when it's not necessary, especially if we believe that God got it. It's not necessary to control so much. Um, 
sometimes we should just embrace whatever it is wholeheartedly and I think that staying patient staying calm um, really getting some emotional control together some emotional intelligence a lot of a lot of us it can be hard to do that just because of our conditions our conditioned ways and then if you're a person like me you know you've taught yourself a lot because you know people come into your life and want you to be perfect but forget that you're what you know when when you tell them where you're at they forget where you're at and they miss it too we have to forgive them and ourselves and you know and it's okay and you just move forward you just move on and it's okay but we don't need to blame ourselves for everything happening everything is a learning process it is never a a a a a loss it's never a a case of um it was meant to hurt us it's never meant in a case of um you know being malicious or anything like that some things are just have a lot of some things lack awareness you know um on both ends not just one and that's when we show up to show ourselves and others grace um so just don't continue to be hard on yourself let's really work on that let's really work on just however it ends is what it is and maybe it hasn't ended you know maybe it's just we got to step out for a second before we can come back to it because there's either a miscommunication or a, a lack of awareness and we have to show ourselves some grace um because it always takes two um it always takes more than one for something to go down you know what i mean um it is definitely a lack of trust so we got to stop putting our trust in so many other things and just remain trusting God because he knows the way and he has the plan and he's the only one who can make your dreams come true he's the only one that can you know um show you some grace he's the only one that's really going to forgive you nobody else is gonna show up like God shows up you know and that's that's exactly you know I feel like the lesson that I'm learning in this moment is that nobody's gonna show up for me like God do you know and I appreciate that and I can you know be very very grateful and I can be okay you know what I'm saying I might not be perfect I might not be you know super phenomenal I might not be forever dope but right now in this moment I'm gonna be what God said I am God said that when he created me he made something good so I'm gonna continue to be in someone good because I'd rather be good than to be anything else and that's the point and the purpose the whole reason why I come here I continue to come here the whole reason why I am um why I push myself every day to to come here and be vulnerable with y'all, be open with y'all. This is the reason why, you know, because God, God is blessing me through all of this. So he continues to bless. He continues to show me 
um, how amazing I am. So in the end, when you get to that place, it won't ever matter what anyone else think or say, you know, it won't ever matter. So we are going to jump into chapter five. That was the end of chapter four. How'd you guys like that chapter? How'd you feel about that chapter? That's a really good chapter. I'm glad we did that for the most part. So we're going to jump into five. And five is experience, experiencing the love of God. Are you ready for this? I am. I'm so ready for this. So let's jump into it. God's love for you is the foundation of your faith. For your freedom from sin and your ability to minister to others without fear. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. This chapter should make us all feel beautiful inside all the way to our soul okay that's what i'm hoping for i hope this chapter has that kind of effect on you because opening it up it already has that kind of effect on me super cheesy right now here is god's word for us in this the love of god was made manifest displayed where we are concerned in that God sent his son, the only begotten or unique son, into the world so that we might live through him. Experiencing the love of God, have you ever asked yourself, am I lovable? You may have immediately said, no, I'm not. I thought I was unlovable before I came to understand the true nature of God's love and his reason for loving me. I was impatient with people, harsh, judgmental, rude, selfish, and unforgiving. A breakthrough came in my life when God began to show me that I could not love others because I had never received his love for me. I acknowledged the Bible teaching that God loved me, but it was not a reality in my heart. God can love us because he wants us, because he wants to. It pleases him, just as it is impossible for God not to love, so it is impossible for us to do anything to keep him from loving us. Once you realize that you are loved by God, not because of anything you are or anything you have done, then you can quit trying to deserve his love or earn his love and simply receive it and enjoy it. Once your heart is filled with the knowledge of God's awesome, unconditional love, you can begin to love him in return. We love him because he first loved us. Knowing that God's love, knowing that God loves you, gives you confidence in him and trust in his faithfulness. Now, if you've been listening to me talk, you also know that that's exactly 
where I'm at and why I was so excited to get into this to, into this chapter here. Now, I have literally never read this page whatsoever. So I did not know it was coming like debt. <laughs> but I am um, blessed that it did come like that and it did start like that because I definitely remember uh, feeling this way as well. Um, I was a lot more harsh years and years ago, you know, a lot more harsh. I've simmered down a lot. Um, I've really been connecting back to spirit and I feel like listen this is this is where my initial pain came from like a lot of us who grew up in church and you know with our elders and things of the such buying my pain came from spirit um not mine <laughs> but that's what turned me into being what do you want to say rotten I didn't use that word. That's what turned me into being rotten at a point. It's because I felt like I was so unloved. Like, not even Christians or uh, religious people could love me properly. You know, not even worldly people could love me properly. You know, not even family could love me properly. Like, I have always felt like I've been a loner. Not understanding why do I got to be alone all the time. Why can't I be like a lot of people and have great friends and they help me and they assist me and they stay by my side, you know, they don't, they don't make excuses of, you know, this or that, or they don't just walk away without, you know, simply giving me the opportunity of, you know, being wrong, like just show me, you know, how to be right. Like that was always like my prayer, like show me how to be right. Like tell me what it is, like help me. And like, even when I make a mistake, just understand that I'm, I'm, I'm imperfect. You know, I'm not going to get it right. Like, you got to understand, you know, sometimes when a person has come from such of a a dry place, but they're spiritual as well. Like, I'm spiritual. Of course, you can tell. You know what I'm saying? Way before I opened up this book. You know what I'm saying? Way before, you know, I really just started to put my focus all in God. You could tell. You could tell that there was somewhere deep down inside of me that I just wanted to stop the pain. You know, I wanted to just wake up one day and just choose it. Just choose. I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be hurt today. I'm not, And I did that. But even though in doing that, I still felt like, okay, so I, how, how many years I got to spend before you send me people who aren't going to leave me? Like, I would literally keep having this conversation with God. Like, why? how many people are you going to keep, you going to let come in and just to leave? Like, why is, why do I have a revolving door? Like, why do you keep making my door revolving? Why everybody else get, like, this steel door? You know what I'm saying? They get to choose. I got to live with everybody else's choices of not wanting to deal with me or not wanting to stay around. Like, I never get to, I never get to, to, to do that. Not even that I want to because I'm not that type of person. This is why, because I literally, I'm always available for making amends I've always been available for making amends I recently decided that maybe I shouldn't make amends anymore you know 
I recently decided that I didn't want the door to be revolving anymore. I wanted it to be, it started to become, once you, once you walk out, you can't come back in. And it don't matter, like, how connected we are, because why would you leave in the first place? Like, this really started to eat me up, where it, 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 it I developed a fear of losing people, because it was like, I already have to lose people to things like flesh, like death. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, transitioning, being unalive. I already had to deal with that in life. And it's like, well, that's that's kind of like, it's not easy, but it's like, well, I already mentally know I don't have any control over that. It's not like I can go beg for them to be alive again. Like, so what about the people that's choosing? Like, what about the people who's choosing that? And I got to deal with that. Like, even what I'm trying to do right, like, it would just be nice. And there's a, you know, the old part of me, there's still that old part of me, that 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 old conditioned self that just feels like I just, <laughs> the older I get, the more scarier it gets to bring people into my life. Just because it's like, well, how long you finna stay here for? You 15 minutes of fame? You know, that was, that was, like, it, it kind of, you know, a little bit in the back of my mind and, and, you know, the depth of me a little bit is still there a little bit. Um, the only difference between now and before is the simple fact that I'm learning how not to dwell on the fact that people don't want to be around. I'm learning to just deal with it. You know what I mean? You know, you would think that a person like me would be used to it, but you can't get used to something that you desire so strongly. Like, you can't get used to it not working out for you. So then it becomes, hey, Lord, what I got to do? And I, I literally just, I just had that recently to be perfectly honest with you and transparent in this moment but I had that recently where I feel like here we go again (laughs) here it is again now I'm here and I gotta come and I gotta get on my knees and I gotta beg and plead like Lord you gotta like yo you know I can't deal with no more pain you know I can't deal with you know what I'm saying I'm not perfect but You know that I'm open about my pain and where I come from and what I've been through. And I'm not trying to dwell on it. I'm just trying to get somebody to see that I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. It's not going to always be okay. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, people need a little bit more. I ain't saying take my pain, but if you see me working it out and trying and want to learn something new, then where are you at? If you know better, why you not teaching? Why you not showing up? If you know the way, why you not helping me? You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, I always, I already, I get it, you know? I always tell myself, 
the way that I get through stuff is don't nobody owe you nothing. I know that everybody got their, you know, words, what they tell themselves to get over moments. I continuously just keep telling myself, don't nobody owe you nothing. And carrying on. So I've been to a place before where I have felt like I was like literally unlovable. Like just, I quit. I'm ready to tap out. I don't want to be bothered no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm aging out here. Like I ain't getting no younger. And it's like, dang, after all this time, after all the, after all the, you know, the things I did do right, when do they bless me? You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, I was there. So, you know, I do get the feeling. I get that feeling, that feeling like, damn, I'm just so unlovable. I'm just so unlovable. So I ain't gonna be nice, because I know you ain't here to stay no way. And I'm gonna run before you can run. My sister used to call me a runner all the time. <laughs> and I remember the time where I had called her because she hurt my feelings and she knew she did. And I was young when she told me though. Like I was really, really young. I was like in my early 20s. She was like, You're just such a runner. Like you can't. And I'm like, No, I'm not. I just don't like to stay in places that bring pain. What's the point? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I called her one time and we had this conversation and I told her like you know what you so right it took me to turn 30 years old probably 10 years to admit it but then when she said that because of where I was at and the place I was in in my life I decided I wasn't going to be a runner no more but guess how that hurt me I started putting up with too much, feeling like I didn't have it in me to, I shouldn't give up. I don't have it in me to fight. I'm going to keep taking and I'm going to keep enduring all this pain because hopefully one day this pain is turning into joy. You know what I'm saying? Like I kept, like, it's crazy when something comes, when, when you realize something and then the way that you interpret it and then how it actually starts to, how it works against you because you don't, you don't, you don't comprehend it correctly. The whole time, I admitted to it, but in the same sense, I was accepting a lot of things that I should have been said no to. I was staying in places way too long just because I didn't want to be what? A runner. I tried to be nice to the meanest situations. I tried to be nice when I was being verbally abused. I tried to be nice when I was being physically abused. I tried to be nice when I was being emotionally abused. Like every abuse I tried to be nice about. I tried to just take it. And then I didn't I, and I went so far like I would talk to people family members I would ask for guidance I would go get therapy like I ain't one of them people that's like scared to open up her mouth for real I did a lot of talking I ain't getting no help every time I opened up my mouth and said I need help no one no one showed up and I and it, it made me bitter for a minute it made me bitter 
because I was just like, why you keep leaving me out here like this? I kept having conversations with God. Like I kept begging, begging and pleading, crying and ple- just, oh my God, you wouldn't even believe the moments that I was literally just outside on the phone talking to my mom, just crying, just letting it out. Like, mom, what I do? Like, what did I do in life to get this, to get here? Why? What did I do? Or the times I would call call out for my father, like, pick up the phone and let him get, get, really get at me. Like, daddy, what I do? Like, just somebody help me, tell me something. I would get in those places. And that's because I was really feeling like, Dang, I done made all these, like, you don't even understand where I used to be, who I used to be. Like, I was in the streets doing life-threatening stuff. Like, people don't even know the path that I walk for real. Solo dolo. Trying to survive. Trying to survive and love. Trying to survive and learn. putting all my trust into the wrong people, getting caught up in the wrong things, like you don't even know how how really get like I wasn't always like I didn't have a purpose a long time ago so I didn't know and it's crazy because when I didn't have a purpose and I didn't know, I got a lot of stuff you know what I'm saying, I had a bunch of people around me, I was married (laughs) you know what I'm saying, like I, I was you know, I was popping Everybody wanted me, hey, people used to get attitudes with me when I wouldn't come out, when I wouldn't go out. I was the life of the party. I was the chick you turn up with. I was the vibe, for real. It was always about, you, you, hey, you, you bringing shorty? It was always about that. But then when I gained purpose, it got real lonely. And I started suffering a lot. And I mean a lot. Like, talk about a spiritual awakening. Like, I was literally boxing with the devil himself. Like, a lot. And I realized I don't want to be in this place ever again. Ever again. I don't never want to have to go toe-to-toe over my life with the devil again. I don't want to do that kind of fight. And that that, that was me being in the state of not loving myself. Because I felt like I was unlovable. So why would I spend time with me? Why would I love one me if I feel like I'm unlovable? Why would I give it to me? I don't even think I deserve it. So why would I Why would I step up to the plate? I'm good. I'm good with being temporary. Like, for the moment, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with being a cool girl. One of the cool kids. You know? But... You know, I had that that one spiritual awakening when the spirit came in my life and busted wide open. Thank you. <laughs> I see the person so differently now. It's crazy what it what 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 what, a, what an awakening could do. Cause thank you. <laughs> Cause they definitely didn't get this version. They didn't get this much. I'm pretty sure if I had it just gave them this much of me, I'm pretty sure. We might not have we might not have had a last in the way that we were put together, but we could have transformed it and became something else together. And we could have did something else together. But that was all my pain surfacing because spirit was ready to take over. 
And when I started getting into that and getting getting into me, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. It was really a beautiful thing. And I understood that everything is about my relationship with God. And so I started working on it. And again, I was by myself. I was alone, you know. I was figuring it out. I had some, um, I had some good people stick around, but not necessarily like stick around all the time, but they was good enough that they gave enough for themselves that really helped me, um, at that time, you know, they was a good distraction until I got distracted by something else. And then when I got distracted by something else, well, you know, I fell off the wagon. But because I had entered like that and I had watched how God moved in my life, when I got here in this place, I knew what it was. I knew what it was about. I knew what it was about. I finally understood what every, what all of this was about. And I finally understood how I was dealing with people who were not, who, who didn't believe in me. I was dealing with people who, I was attracting all these people who had trust issues. I was attracting all these people who wanted to heal only for the time, enough for them to get themselves together to go out and do whatever they want to do. But they weren't, they didn't want to heal through me and stick around. They just wanted to heal through me and that was, and and grab grab their bag and go on about their business. So that started, that started, because once I started getting really in touch with myself and healing myself, my ability to heal others became, like, stronger. That magnet became stronger. And so I kept attracting all type of people who needed to be healed. And then I got with this one individual... And well, I healed them so much. They took everything out. They put nothing in, They put nothing back in. And I let them make withdrawals for four whole years. I just kept letting them make withdrawals until I had nothing else left to give. Nothing else left to give. I was completely, when I say I was empty, I was so empty, I was dried out. And I mean dried out in the sense of food, water, everything. Like I couldn't eat. I couldn't, like my my detoxing that spirit, like spirit wouldn't even let me force it. I couldn't even force food. I couldn't even, it was something different happening to my body in the, in the, in the moment. It was something different I was going through in the moment. And I was just literally like really, really dry and needed to fill up. And then I met another individual that kind of like filled me up. They came and put some stuff in. And we worked together. They still around. We don't talk as much as we used to, but they definitely still around. And they, they, they water me like I water them. They they don't... I can honestly say this person has been in my life for one whole year. What? Oh, my God. I got to text them because I don't think they know. <laughs> they have 
had literally been in my life for one whole year and um we have fell off you know a little bit but I don't I don't necessarily want to say we fell off but you know things happen and life be life and it you know that's what that be for the most part but I definitely understand you know when she talk about being unloved and how that can take you to a place and how that how you have got to just really like really put show you, you gotta see God's love you gotta see see his grace you gotta remember the times that you really thought you wasn't gonna make it. Like I literally had times in my life where, you know, the choices I was making was life threatening. Like I was living on the edge, edge. If if God hadn't had His hands on me, if I was too far gone, I really literally would have been too far gone, and a lot of people wouldn't have had the opportunity to even meet me today, because I wouldn't even be here. Like the fights, the battles, the things that I have literally overcame. I couldn't, I could listen. I couldn't sit here and tell you my story and you would think that I was, some of it wouldn't have been true. Like you would literally think I was just talking to me talking. Nope. No. This is why I try to show myself so much grace despite of... And this is why I have literally just poured all into God now because I'm just like, you know, God has got me through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff. When I look back at my life and where it used to be, boy, when I tell you, God, man, 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 when I tell you God has had his hands in it the whole entire time because there has been moments I try to let myself go there has been moments I try to give up on myself but there was always something stirring inside of me that was like no ma'am nope not you get 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 away get away from it not you you're not doing that we're not doing that we're not giving it that not today nope even when I didn't know my purpose it was always something there like you ain't come this far to do this right here get it together the convictions that I had on myself man I'm trying to tell you I am so grateful for being in the place that I'm in right now you don't even understand how deep it get I am so grateful for being in the place that I am in right now. So it don't matter who can see the growth. It don't matter who don't know the whole story. I know the whole story. And because I know the whole story, this is how I know how worthy I am. This is how I know how much God loves me too. It's because I do know my story and it's okay. I don't need the world to hear where I come from. God know exactly what he was pulling me out of, taking me away from what he was doing. I have literally just accepted the fact that rejection is protection. So when I'm not welcomed anymore, I understand. When people not choosing me no more, I understand. I get it. When it's a no for me, I understand. I get it. 
No, it don't feel good. But it's okay. Because as many times as God has said no to me, I don't think from today forward, I don't think another no is bigger than the no's that God has had for me. And I'm grateful for all the no's and the temporary yeses that I did get. Because again, because I learned through it, I learned and I was able to see God's grace and I was able to see God's love and I was able to see God forgiving me, which makes it easy for me to me to forgive me to this day. And every time something don't go right, I don't spend too long being upset about it or down about it or low about it. I have my moments. I do because emotions is real and they don't go away. But sometimes you really literally got to <laughs> you got to deal with you got to you got to put in the in the forefront the emotion you rather feel even though it's not what you feel right now you got to put in the forefront what you rather feel i rather feel loved on i rather feel accepted so I'm going to feel that despite of what the reality says. I'm going to tell you what the spirits say. And the spirits say, because everything ain't what it seems. The spirits say, it's okay, no matter what, I still love you. No matter what, I still forgive you. No matter what, I'm still going to be here for you because I've always been here for you. No matter what, you good because I created you. If it was meant for you not to be here, (laughs) you wouldn't be here. So it's obviously a point and a purpose for your whole existence. And it don't matter who get it and who don't get it. It isn't their journey. It's yours. As long as you know. As long as you continue. So I'm going to continue to have faith. I'm going to continue to love God back. I'm going to continue to put my trust and my faith in God because he has always done it for me. Talk about reciprocation. God has done that because it's never about reciprocating. It is about the capacity the capability to be able to be present in a certain area some of us can't some of us aren't there yet to be present in certain areas because we're growing but that's okay God know what we're doing he know what we transforming into so we don't need to keep feeling like we we're not lovable We are very lovable. We've been getting loved on through everything we've ever been through. Even when you don't even feel it. Even when you depressed and dealing with anxiety and everything else. Even when you heavy. You still being loved in the midst of that. 
Someone is still loving on you. Someone is still praying for you. Someone is still rooting for you. Someone, just because you can't see him, and I know you want to because we be wanting to see God do it. <laughs> we be wanting to physically see God come down here and be like, yo, what's up? Let me talk to you for a second. Did you know how much I love you, girl? Like, we be wanting some of that. <laughs> we be wanting to hear it because our flesh is so trained for that. So we're not giving up <laughs> and we're not going we're not going to ask ourselves are we lovable we're going to tell ourselves I am lovable I am lovable not am I lovable I am lovable and we're going to let that ride and we're going to love ourselves because what we do to ourselves, we do to God. So we're going to love ourselves and we're going to continue to keep loving ourselves. Why? Why? Why are we going to do that? Because that's what God do for us. We're going to love ourselves unconditionally. So when we love ourselves unconditionally, we we giving it back to God the way God has given it to us. And so with that being said, <laughs> with that being said, without further ado, please, and always, love yourself first so that everything after that is extra. Thanks for listening, guys. I love you so much. Peace. <laughs>